three seconds, down to two seconds with one. Jumpers up and scooped by Morris. It's a three at the buzzer, and the Denver Nuggets have come back and won. Jokic had such poise to not hurry the play. Well, the Warriors are stunned. Well, the Warriors losing tonight. They led and controlled this game, I think, uh, throughout. Michael Malone made a really interesting choice with the two minutes and 50 seconds to go in this game. He started fouling Kevon Looney, and that kind of changed the game for Denver. Warriors didn't score with the exception of Curry's three-point play in the last two minutes and 11 seconds. And they end up losing at the buzzer on a three for Monty Morris, 117-116. to 116. So, man, just a Yeah, that was a really way smart play. Yeah. Really, really smart uh, coaching by by Mike Mal- Michael Malone. And, look, I-, I thought the biggest play of the game was when, well, I mean, other than Monty Morris' three-point shot, of course, was Kevon Looney going over there to set a pick for Steph and Jokic realizing now that he was a part of the play, he could foul him because he missed both the free throws on that play. Right. He missed two, made two, then missed those two. And that that was huge. That was huge that he he recognized that. And the Warriors, where there was a play call or Kevon just going over there and setting the screen, didn't realize that you can't foul away from the ball under two minutes intentionally. If you do that, it's a shot. They can pick who they want to shoot the free throw, and then you get a, a sideline out of bounds. But if you're involved in the play, you can foul them, and you have to shoot those two free throws. So Jokic realized that right away. So that that was that was a that was a misstep by the Warriors, one way or the other. The other big play was uh, you know no one back on defense when Wiggins was going for the offensive rebound. Now. He may you may not have been able to get back anyway because that play happened so fast it was bang bang, but Wiggins looked like he might get it. Morris got the ball and then he was off to the races and scored. But Steph came back and hit that big three, and and the one and one. But for as great as he is, and you know the the the, the positives far outweigh the the negatives. I mean a hundredfold, but Steph can't do that. Steph can't. You, you can't give Morris that three-point shot. If Jokic hits a shot and you go into overtime, so be it. You go into overtime. But, uh, you know, Steph lost track of Justin Holiday against uh, the Pacers. And tonight, he just, you know, at the end of games, you got to be focused. And you got to know exactly what the situation is and, and how to deal with that situation and, and, and run it through your mind. Before you step on the court during the timeout, okay, this is the situation. This is what I have to do. This is what I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up this. And then commit to it. And he just lost track of, of, of yeah, I don't know if Jokic lulled him to sleep or whatever. Or he thought Jokic might score, and he was under the bucket for whatever reason and then decided he was going to shoot on out, but it was way too late at that point. I give Jokic a lot of credit for being really patient with that play and kind of getting people sucked in and then kicking it out to to Morris. But that should have never been available. That should not have been there. And if he hits that shot, it better be with the guy hanging all over him and not a wide open. That was a practice three, to be honest with you. That was just catch, step, rhythm, shoot the three. And we were right in line with it. It was good from the time it left his hands. So that was a, that was a mistake by the Warriors. So when you had a chance to go into the all-star break feeling pretty good, 
Not so fast. You know, it's what's what really sad to me about this is the fact that they they had a great game plan. You know, Jokic was scoring, but nobody else was really until Forbes got going was really helping him out on the on the offensive end. You know, he finished with eight assists, but he probably had four or five of those in the fourth quarter when they kind of lost a little bit of their edge coming down the stretch, but uh, including the last basket of the game. But the, I thought their game plan was good, and they had many chances to really put this one away. They could never get really, you know, once they had that 16-point lead, they didn't tick, get their foot stomped on the gas and, and uh, make it a 25- or 28-point game and get Denver thinking about the break. They never did that, and as a result, Denver hung around in this game, down 7 or 8 the whole way. And, uh, you know, the, the only thing, let me ask you this as a player, and the only thing I would worry about this game is if you play Denver in a playoff series. And they come into the series, and they, you know, maybe they're a little healthier than what, and certainly the Warriors hope to be healthier with Draymond Green and so on. But, you know, do you worry about those two games that they won tight games here on the road to start the four-game set between the two if you face them in a playoff series and they come back and say, hey, we can win on this floor? Well, I mean, they're going to say that, absolutely. But momentum's a funny thing. And I don't know that momentum carries from regular season to postseason. It's a whole new ball game at that point. And if you come out and put a you know fifteen point beat down on them in the first game, all of a sudden all that feel good stuff is over. So yeah, yeah, they're gonna feel like, hey, we can we can beat these guys. We have and if they get healthier and get more firepower back, yeah, they're gonna feel like well, we beat these guys without Porter Jr. Without Murray, and if we get both, either or back, yeah, we're going to be in much, much better shape. But it, I don't know if it really translates. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't see a huge matchup that the the Nuggets have over the Warriors. Again, this is if Draymond's back. If Draymond's not back, then yeah, it's an issue. All bets are off. Yeah, it's going to be a big yeah. issue against everybody if Draymond's not back, and not just the Nuggets. But yeah, that that's something that wouldn't worry me. If I were the uh, the Warriors, I mean, what would concern me, and I'm sure Steve's trying to figure it out, is how do we get our very end of the game execution defensively where we want it? Because that's, that's cost them. That's cost them a few times this year. It really has. Yeah, and their defense has kind of hit a lull, and I think that's, uh, you know, maybe that's to be expected at this time of year. It's late in the season, and, you know, you don't have that – you know, all-star break right around the 45-game mark that can kind of get you set up for the postseason because when they come back, you know, there's 23 games left. And, what, they only have, what, remaining? Nine home games remaining? Uh, something like that? Nine, ten. Yeah, yep. and so, um, so you know, that's, to me, that, that means you got to get this thing ramped up in a few weeks and get it going to get to playoff level. And, and right now, in the last five games or so, they've, and maybe for the month as a whole, it just has not been at playoff level. No, they 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 haven't been great at all. I mean, they've been you know good at times, but uh, it's early. Uh, you got twenty three games left, so you know more than enough time to iron this stuff out and get going. Especially since a number of guys on this team have been here before, and they've been through the whole grind of getting all the way to the end. And I'm excited to see what James Wiseman can bring to this team. Uh, I'm hopeful that Draymond Green comes back, and when he does, he's good to go. I've had back issues for a while, and even when I played, backs can be a fickle thing. 
They're tough. You think you got them, and uh, all of a sudden you don't have them because you just moved just the right way, and all of a sudden uh, the back flares up again. So I'm really hopeful that once he comes back, he's good to go. But obviously, understatement, the uh, the break is coming at the right time. Did you say uh, Mayer was doing a Sob, S-O-B, rock tour, like Sob Rock? That's how it's it's written. Okay. Uh, I was not giving any phonetics or any uh, punctuation it. on it. So it, for, as far as I know, it's Sob Rock. After this game, it sounds like something the Warriors, the Warriors well, may want to uh, attend that. Now, R.C.'s been... I wasn't given any instruction. Well, yeah. What's, well I I'm the just mere saying... I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really, you know, I don't know his music that well. And, and it just says Sob okay. Rock. So well, that sounds like something the Warriors may listen to. Sob Rock. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. I mean, you went that far to get that, really? <laughs> it really wasn't that far. I'd be crying after a game like this. <laughs> man. I didn't oh. know I'd get you chastised, though. Oh, I know, really. If I'd have known that, get, I, would, I wouldn't know, have gone that far. Now there's going to be emails <laughs> flying and, you know. Uh. Hey, don't worry about it. I I don't listen to him either. So, <laughs> RC, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm going to let yeah. you guys go we, work we, your, work we your feelings the, out. We need the break. <laughs> <laughs> let you work your feelings out. <laughs> One, two, three, Cancun. Oh, goodness gracious. Man. That's uh this is wow. where this is where that is it is this where that originated? One, two, three, Cancun, or no, was, it was that Ben Exel with I think maybe the playoffs against with the, with the Lakers against Utah? Is that what it was? Yeah, okay, they, yeah, they were, yeah okay, that's swept. what it was. Because yeah. I know Ben Exel played here as well. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Somewhere, uh, Eric Musselman just got a twinge in the back of his neck. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, Musselman. <laughs> E Mus, hey, give give Mus credit. The, when he was here, he gave two guys chances to play, and they both cashed in for him. Earl Boykins made Earl his closer, okay. coming down the stretch. Cardinal, uh, yeah, the, Cardinal. the custodian, the custodian. Yeah, he got him paid. He got him paid. He got the custodian paid. Golly, that's incredible. Yeah. So he I, got. I should have played going. in that era. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were born a few years too. Uh, too. That's what every player says, yeah. though. Yeah, every, I know, yeah. There's not one player alive that says they were born at the right time. Oh, if I'd have played 10 years later, I'd have made so much money. Like, yeah, look, we all feel that way. It's not changing. You're not going to get well, – you're not going back and starting over. The, the guys who really can say that are the um, – the modern day, and the, and we're going back. I think I think the pendulum's starting to swing back a little bit. But the guys in the last four or five years who were back to the baskets, you know, your Jabari Parkers and Okafor yeah. down at the box, yeah. they were certainly born a few years too late because you know yeah. Yeah, their yeah, game yeah. would have been valued. There would have been contracts yeah. for them. But oh, look, I think my game would have translated well to today's game. Oh yeah, because uh, I played in kind of that style. It's just, and I tell people this. Because when they talk about, you know, Draymond Green being one of the greatest defenders of all time, and I don't even know how to rank that. I just know the greatest defender I played against was Akeem. He was incredible. But it's different when – because everybody today talks about, oh, he can guard four positions. He can even guard five positions. I was like, yeah, that's fantastic. Try guarding five positions in the air I played in where there were real centers and real power forwards and dynamite two guards. I I, – I don't know a player, and it wasn't like the 80s where I played late 80s, 90s, didn't have great defenders. It's just you had to find positions. Like, you really? 
You're going to be a guard, guy that can guard James Donaldson underneath. Ooh. You're a guy that can guard Charles Barkley, and then you're, you're going to go out there and run around with Isaiah Thomas on the pro. I mean, it's just the, the power forwards and, and Kevin McHale. Like, and I always say that. You get these guys that can guard fours and fives now, but fours and fives now don't really do what fours and fives used to. They right. shoot threes. They space the court, right? You're you're supposed to be a stretch four. That's that's well, that's kind of the order of the business order of business today, stretch four. But back then, these were like really skilled big dudes that if you tried to guard them with a small guy, oh. they'd get forty on you in a heartbeat. They wouldn't even break a sweat getting forty. You know, now you know, say like when the Warriors were playing the Rockets, okay. Capella screens for Harden, gets the switch. Looney's guarding Harden. Capella will go high down the dunker spot yep. and wait to see what happens. Uh, if you, you know, warped time and you had James Harden getting a screen from Akeem Olajuwon, yeah. and Olajuwon will go right to the box with that guard on him and say, give me the ball. You know? <laughs> he'd get it, yeah. and he'd dunk on it. Yeah, he would spin, boom, bang. And it'd, be, it'd be all over. It's just a different game. Yeah, it's a different game now. It, absolutely, so. and I wonder what it'll be like in 20 years. Like, I don't see it ever going back, but I don't know how it goes forward unless everyone just shoots threes all the time. <laughs> never, never shoot twos. I doubt that'll be the case. I, I'm always interested in trying to envision what the sport will be like, like 20 years from now, 15 years from now, where the sport is going. And that's what always made Coach Pop and still makes him really good. He was ahead of everybody. Like, he kind of saw what was coming. Right. Like, what the next thing was and beat everybody to it. People don't remember his first championship. It was with Robinson and Duncan, and they were big. They had the Twin Towers, they had Avery Johnson, Sean Elliott, and they played a real slow down, kind of just grinded out defensive game. And the last championship he won, oh, they, uh, were, they, they were, were ball movement, yeah. player movement. Get it up the floor. It was Kawhi, it was Parker, it was Ginobili, and at that point, Duncan was kind of the anchor of the defense, but offensively, it didn't really flow through him as much as it used to when he was younger. So he evolved. He saw that coming. He saw the ball movement, player movement thing coming and really played into that. And that's kind of the genius of some of these coaches. When you look at the greatest coaches of all time in different sports, they're ahead of this stuff, and they kind of see what's coming. And what's interesting was I think that the Warriors might have caught him a little bit by surprise because I remember the quote they asked him, you know, during the 2014, this was like early. I mean, like in the first third of the year, you know, about what, what, are, you, what are your thoughts on the season so far for the NBA? And he says, I spend all my time worrying and thinking about the Warriors, watching because the Warriors yep. have gotten off to that great start, mm -hmm. you know, under Steven. And, and um, I think that one he looked at and went, oh. We're now we're going to have to change our, yeah. <laughs> you know, our philosophy again, you know, and so I think, but it was interesting because I thought it was interesting he said that because I think he recognized this is not just a you know a great start or a fly, yeah. you know, flyby. This is going to be a trend and yep. it's going to continue. So absolutely, yeah. but, no doubt about it. Well, enjoy uh, your talk shows during the break. I'll be there. I'll All be right. there talking about. Uh, that's a good question. Lockout? That's right. You don't. You can't just talk about, about Jimmy G anymore. Okay. No, he's gone. Yeah. Why not gone? He's there. Yeah. I don't know what to talk about. RC's going, oh, let me take a deep breath. <laughs> RC's going, can I get the break now? Yeah. <laughs> can we have our break now? Oh. Uh, well, you know, he, you know what he's going to do. He's going to be watching, you know, 
G League highlights and absolutely and, yeah, are you watching Westchester Long Island preparing. You know what I'm going to do? Preparing for the Patriot League tournament. I'm going to get ready for the tourney and, and start watching some college hoops. Yep. In fact, I'm going to watch tomorrow night. Uh, USF plays St. Mary's Ooh. tomorrow night, Ooh, yeah, and I think those are two teams that may go to the the tourney. So I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that, kind of get caught up, and just see what's going on in uh, in college hoops. Other than that, I got nothing planned. Last thing for you, we can yes. mention the Dons. I'm purging old magazines, and I found the other day um, a Sports Illustrated. They had done an article on the Dons back in the day. And it had the picture of them coming up the hill in the cable car with Bill Cartwright sticking really? out, and and you know, they had a couple of other guys, and yeah, so it uh, was interesting to to scan through that. And They've see had that. some players there. Oh yeah. They've had some players: Russell, Cartwright, Daly, uh, Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he? Uh, did did Freeman play there? Or did he play? He was like at Portland or something. He led the country in scoring yeah, one he year. Yeah, was. He was up north, I believe. Yeah, yeah. that's that's right. Uh, yeah, that, that 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 it'd be good to see them go. It'd be fun to see some of those schools that don't go to the tournament go to the go to the tournament now. So, anywho, enjoy your break. Yeah, you're just gonna kind of relax and oh, do yeah. a few day things yep. and everything. Nice. Gonna just uh, put my phone in RC mode and then. Uh... <laughs> you know, I'm real happy. It's like about airplane that. mode. You don't hear from yeah, exactly. <laughs> The best is when I'm up here in the perch, yeah. watching you down on the floor to look at the phone, see it's me, and could care too. Oh, you got caught. Oh, no. You got caught. Yeah. RC got a haircut, too. I'm very happy. He did. I'm very happy. He looks clean. He look like, looks like he's ready to party heading into the All-Star break. Oh, yeah. I don't know where he's going, but look out. Look. Look out, everybody. Central who Valley. Know, who knows the, what's coming? Central Valley, be on the alert. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be out there raising the roof or whatever, or whatever wow. else he does. <laughs> wow. Got to watch it, though. There's video everywhere. So. Oh, brother. Yeah. Everyone should know that by now. Everyone should know that by now. All right, sir. Very good. We'll see you. I will talk to you in, I believe, 11 days. That's right. We will be back uh, together. Because the first game is a road game up in Portland. Yeah, I expect so. to see you rested, relaxed, tanned, laying out by the pool a little bit. Maybe get a little baby oil on, get that sun. You'll be good to go. All righty then. <laughs>